Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the McGonagall Boxing Podcast. Let's get straight down to it, shall we? So, I don't know what I've just seen. Well, I know what I've seen, but I can't believe I've seen it. Um, An absolute stinker from Joseph Parker and Junior Farr this morning. I mean, I I got up earlier, watched as excited. I thought the biggest fight, quite rightly, in New Zealand boxing history. You know, it was happening in in the capital, Auckland. Um, You know, big crowd expected because they've got a far more um, screw-on lockdown than we have and COVID. So there was a big attendance at the UFC middleweight champion. Um, Adesanya was in the crowd. Um, you know, some New Zealand rugby players who are like rock stars in that country were there. And it was a big chance, wasn't it, for New Zealand boxing to showcase to the world. Here we are, boxing's a big player around the world, especially in that Southern Hemisphere, New Zealand, Australia territory. And they stunk the place out. I couldn't believe it. Now, Joseph Parker is generally quite an entertaining fighter. That's why I got up early. He was promising a knockout. A lot of people backed the knockout. So did I. I thought Farr was quite stiff, upright, rigid. He was there for the overhand right. But credit Farr, he's fought smart, but he fought terribly. It was an absolute abysmal show. What happened was Farr would just literally, almost literally grab Parker's right hand and tie him up. And as soon as he did that, because he's a big he's a big guy, he outweighs uh, Parker by about 10 kgs, about two inches taller, longer reach. So he could do that physically, and he's strong. Not a very skilled boxer, but he's a strong guy. Um, ties him up, and then the referee says, I'll oh, see, release. He jab him a few times, and then hold him again. Jab him a whole few times, hold him again. And it was just jab, grab, repeat. Jab, grab, repeat. The two of them made Klitschko look like Mike Tyson. It was an absolute embarrassment for a fight. But Parker's got to deal with that. He doesn't let his hand go. He's had the same problem he had with Dillian White. He's not letting his hands go. He's got boxing skills to die for. He's got good hand speed, good foot speed. You know, he's got good chin. He gets inside at times, but then he doesn't unleash. He doesn't let his hands go. And he's always susceptible to the jab. He doesn't use the jab himself. He doesn't set his punches up enough. He just tries to kind of ramrod his way onto the inside. And early on, he has success doing that. But, you know, Farr's got some good coaches and all that American kicking boxing team. They'd all get, you know, UFC boxing. They're smart. Um, They said, listen, this guy's got no jab. He's just trying to ramrod his way in the inside. And he's going to try and throw that right hand. So they kept him at distance. Every time he got in close, Farr grabbed him, frustrated him. And tired him out. I mean, when a big man like that leans on you and grabs you and holds you for 12 rounds, you're going to get tired. And Parker was starting to gas. And I had him losing uh, easily, easily, easily for the last five rounds. It's just because he dominated, didn't he, the early rounds that, that got him through it. I had it 115-113, basically seven rounds to five, like one of the judges. I don't know what planet one of the judges is scoring 11 rounds to one for Parker. 119-109. I don't know what fight he was watching because Far was coming back. He was starting to really exhaust and slowly but surely beat Parker up towards the end. I mean, he's never going to stop him because he's not a big enough puncher. And, you know, Parker's got an iron chin, but he was beating him to the punch. He was frustrating him. Every time the referee would say, uh, get, get, get fighting, unleash the uh, hold, Far would come back. And hit him one, two, three times. And then he'd hold him again. And Parker wasn't getting anything off. He couldn't hold his right hand. Literally, Far at one point pushed 
Parker's hand down, his right hand down. And, you know, so Parker's got to develop power on his left hand. He's got to develop punch variety. He was so predictable, walking in straight lines, no setup for his punches, poor footwork, no sideways movement, um, you know, no left hand really. It just, it, he's declined. He's declining. He should be in his prime. I don't know what Kevin Higgins is playing at. You know, he's a very uh, astute boxing trainer, but there's no improvement in Parker. He's gone downhill, and he doesn't let his hands go enough. He, that's why he lost to Dillian White. That's why he lost to AJ. And he's sort of stuck between his horrible, do I be a boxer, do I be a brawler? He's got to be one or the other. He strengths suit the inside game. He's more of a brawler. He's got a good chin. He's got good punch power. But he's got to, like I say, improve his variety. He's too predictable. You cover that right hand like fast, sussed out, then he's got nothing. And it just turned into an ugly slug. Well, not even a slug fist. An ugly hold fist. Which, you know, favoured far. And then he just slowly but surely started to beat him to the jab. Very lucky to get that win. If it had gone the other way, 7-5, there would be no arguments with me. But there is an argument when you call it 119-109. That's disgraceful. Um, but Parker's lucky, but he's got to improve. He's still young enough still, 29. He's still good enough to improve, but he's got to improve drastically. Because even a 37-year-old Tizora beats him on that performance. And I tell you what, Yusuke plays with him. Joyce beats him. AJ probably knocks him out. Fury plays with him. He's gone down. The ranking might say he's gone up now, probably to number two. But that was a that was a, a number ten, number eleven performance. Yeah, we know Far's awkward and he's a big lump, but that's it. Very limited, very limited power. He'd get sparked out, I think, by the elite. So that was a poor shine for New Zealand boxing. A poor shine for Joseph Parker. Very lucky to win that fight tonight in New Zealand. Very lucky. Abysmal to watch, and he's going to improve a lot with his punch output, his punch variety, and his left hand if he wants to beat Jazora and get anywhere near the world champions AJ, Fury, and the number one contender, Usyk.